man. You know, I, I decided to uh, to do this, man, because uh, you need to get your flowers. Everybody on this stage right now, uh, you are responsible for us being what we are today. So when, when did the when did the interest come for uh, what we know as I guess uh, radio imaging, radio voiceover imaging? When and what was the name of it then? Um, well, I, I started uh, on on the mic productions in 1986 uh-huh. in a in a garage. I got married in '84, '85, or something like that. But um, I um, built the studio in the garage. I was working with a four track TAC four track and a uh, TAC six channel mixer and a. Uh, SM57 microphone, sure microphone. And then that was the beginning of it, you know. Right. Popcorn style, so anybody can jump in. We're talking about Mitch's early life. Go ahead, Montez. How did you come up with the name um, On Mic Production? How did that happen for you? <laughs> that was, it wasn't me coming up with that. That was my ex-wife. Um, because every time somebody would call, and, and you know, when I got in the, in, the, in the garage on my studio, in the studio working, if the phone call, she'd come around the corner. She wouldn't come all the way into the room. She said, phone call. I said, tell my mom the mic. And, um, yeah. you know, because usually if it's somebody calling from, from radio or whatnot, they understood that if I'm on the mic, I'll talk to you when I get done. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so when I was looking for a name, she said, won't you just call it what it is? I said, well, so she's on the mic. And that's, that's how it <laughs> <laughs> and, and when you when you started on the mic, was it was it for radio imaging? Was it commercials? Did you just do it in the radio station for for? Did you go directly to advertising companies? Tell us what no, was the, the premise of it. To be honest with you, it was for fooling around. Okay, you know, playing music and and cutting and mixing and all that kind of stuff for no no particular uh, reason. But um, working at the at the radio station at Kiss One Hundred Four. We started January 1, 1986, and so I started the studio probably, I don't know, about two or three months before that. And um, so when we started the station, I was going to use Mitch Craig for the imaging, and I took a demo to um, the G, to the GM. He listened to the demo, and he said, now, what's this guy for? I said, to, to do the drops and imaging. He said, you can do that. I wow. said, I can do that here. And he said, why not? I said, because your studio is not adequate. You don't have the, the, the stuff I need. He said, well, you find a studio and we just, just get it done. So I found the studio and um, went to that studio. They had an eight-track tape machine and, um, you know, some outboard gear. And we produced the imaging there for KISS 104. And then to keep the promos current and all that <laughs> stuff, I left up from our studio. And so, how many of you guys on here remember the Jack the Rapper convention? Oh, oh my sure. goodness. Mellow, yeah, and the Mellow Low Magazine? Hell yeah. <laughs> I got stories, man. That's, that's where I met you. That's where I met you. <laughs> I got stories, man. I met Michael Jackson and Prince at Jack the Rapper. Wow. And Whitney Houston. <laughs> that's where I met you. But the, the thing happened was um, when the Jack the Rapper came to town, people heard the station. And they're like, hey, man, who's that doing the drops on your station? I said, that's me. It's no, it ain't. I said, yes, it is. It's making you do something for me. And um, one of the first programmer to use me for imaging, which, which you know, I, I, I fuss at him all the time because he got me in this mess, 
is Joe Bullard at WHBX in Tallahassee. Oh, that's my man. And he was the first one that said, man, cut some stuff for me. And I said, okay, give me the information. I'll do it. And I said, when you want it? He said, uh, before I leave. <laughs> right. And that was in August, <clears throat> in August, August of 86, I think it was. No, August of 80. No, yeah, 86, 87. So with that being said, every city I went to, Miami, New York, Chicago, Mitch's voice is there. And I knew it. And, and now, so my thing was, I got to make them my clients so I can get to know them. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so years later, he's my client. He's my friend. You know, we Waffle House partners. <laughs> and he's. And I never stopped going to the studio until I could do what he did. Wow. And he took time and schooled me. He said, Post, you got to do your inflections. You got to go up. You got to go down. You got to make that thing, you know, that OMP sound. And only do we know. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> and we still have conversations about it to this day. I got a million stories, but I just, you know, I just... Started right there. So let me wow. ta- let me tag on to here. So um, I'm I'm I came from New York. I was in uh, I was blessed enough to get my second radio job was at WBLS in New York City, city where I grew up. And um, on the air, this BLS was going through some time, you know, rough times at that time. The, the, the ratings weren't where they wanted it to be. weren't where they are now. Um, and New PD brought in Mitch's voice to be the, the sound of the station. I think at the time we were, it was the vibe, 107.5 WBLS, right? And so yeah. that's the first time I heard Mitch's voice. And, and I, was the product, I was a production assistant there um, with a natural knack for like creative. So I'm in there dubbing commercials, but I'm also producing, <laughs> kind of emulating some of the, the imaging and stuff that, you know, they had have, they have me chop stuff up on, on the air and remixes and all that type of stuff. And so um, as... as for the first, for the first time, but not the last, I got fired, and <laughs> I, I um looking for looking for a gig, and I had gotten uh, OMP's uh, information off of one of the boxes they had sent up to the station, whatever I, you know, and so I put together a demo, and like on a Thursday, I, I sent it down to Atlanta. I was planning a trip or whatever the case, but wasn't sure. This was my, you know, I'm, I'm at the time I'm like 19 years old, so I'm you know I wasn't really out there out there like that, right? So. I sent it on a Thursday. On Monday morning, I got a call back from Mitch. Like, oh, damn. Hey, what's happening? Where you going to be down here in Atlanta? Um, I'll be down here. Okay, cool. I'll see you when you get here. Boom. And so I'll book, I'll book a train ticket go down. And uh, Mitch brought me in the studio with him. And, and he say, he sounds like he sounds right now. Like, just chill, laid back, brother, you know, talking, kicking it. And uh, I'm sitting in the studio with him. And he's like, he hands me some headphones. He got hold on, let me, let me voice this real quick. I put the headphones on. And when he started speaking... It looked like it was a voice coming from somewhere else. I had no idea, like the, the all the processing and the inflection and everything. It was it was out. It just blew my mind. Just the sound of what I mean. It was what I heard on the radio. But hearing his speaking, right. his regular speaking voice, it wasn't it wasn't like that. All that to say, fast forward, I became a part of the uh, OMP uh, team, and there were frequent times we, we, he was sat and we we sat and he break down things for me. This is the what, where, and why, how you do things, how why you change the music up on here. This is da 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 da. And I, I got to be even better than what I was and took that further on through my career. And, and I, you know, I look, I, I regard Mitch as like my, like my dad, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, um, even, even beyond, you know, Chuck, 
Me too. Hold on, hold on, Storm. That's my daddy too, but I don't play. There's a lot of children around here. So like, hey, so, hey Storm, what, Storm, what he showed you was, uh, no offense to the ladies, but what he showed you was how to drag his nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Rick. No, it's all good, man. Hey. So it's interesting to me to know that um, where the voiceover industry is headed, I want everybody to be clear. I am not a voiceover talent. I do imaging. I sell production. And the thing is, is that what you have is going to be what you have if you don't share it with somebody. Now, I was going to say, again, Mitch, I, I, pre, I, I appreciate you, all that you've shared, all that you've taught, all that you've, you know, I, I mean, I'm eating off of what I learned from you. And uh, I, yeah. it's not a, you know, I, I, don't, I don't have enough words to, to express my gratitude. But in the meantime, I say thank you and I love you, brother. Thank you so much. Thank you, man. Thank, thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you.